This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Bar convenience stores conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Bring in the new year with Rubik's Groove, your outside of the box, totally 80s, 90s, and aughts dance party band. Go to themulehouse.com for more information and tickets. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. T to the B welcoming you to a Monday edition. Hey, special thanks. I was telling him here uh, this morning, but Alex Myers did a phenomenal job uh, on uh, Garza Law. Tennessee basketball overtime the other night. Thank you, uh, Alex, for that. We're Sands Brian today. To the B in the Ramier studio, the great Bino Jeff Henderson joining on a Monday. Bino Jeff, good day to you, my friend. Hope you're well. A new tablet here, and uh, I'm not sure. You sound better than ever. You sound like you got new technology, Bino. You sound great, man. That's good to know. Where you want to start, Bino? You want to start in the uh, NFL where the Cowboys embarrass themselves on national television you want to start in the transfer portal or do you want to start where lane kiffin i don't know if that was on your cinco card but or if it was on cinco cinco's card but lane kiffin running away with it would you like to talk about on patrol live who turned into very good episodes over the weekend or the tennessee basketball team your choice ladies choice well, let's start with Tennessee basketball, Tony. Um, I thought that that was a very good win on a night when your leading score was an absolute no-show. Uh, hopefully that's a one-off. Looked like uh, Purdue on steroids uh, where he couldn't complete a simple dribble to the bucket. Uh, so uh, he's uh, he's proven to be good in some big games, so I'm going to assume that's one-off, but it's uh, – Good to see Tennessee win on a night when uh, he wasn't uh, a factor at all. I think that uh, talking to some people, I saw somebody this morning about this, Rick Barnes' approach regarding Dalton Connect is kind of telling. Because I don't know if we've seen this out of Barnes. He just basically got him out of the game the other night. And that was that. And he went with the five that were playing down the stretch, which is a real luxury this team has. And to me, I keep seeing signs of a high-level team, and then I keep thinking, right when I think they're the highest of high level, they go and do something like Saturday night. Granted, NC State's not a great team. They're, They're probably pretty good by college basketball standards. The three teams that could play, they got on the court with, beat them. Some teams amassed pretty gaudy records at this time of the year by, you know, 
racking up on and be- beating up on lesser teams, and, and they certainly fit that category. When Dalton Connect goes out and gives you two points and looks that bad on both ends of the floor and you still win a game, man, that's a great sign. Yeah, I agree, Tony. I don't. I believe those games are going to be few and far between for him. Um, and uh, I, I thought that, you know, I told you before earlier in the year on a night when he had two quick turnovers and Barnes pulled him out and left him out six or seven minutes, I thought that was a mistake. I thought he was handled well the other night. He uh, he played 19 minutes and gave you almost nothing uh, and uh, didn't defend. Uh, that was a night that you just have to get him out of the game and, and let your other veterans take over. Uh, I, the other good sign was uh, Zakai playing at uh, a really high level long before I thought uh, that the recovery from his injury would allow him to do so, both physically and mentally. So that was great to see as well. And uh, Josiah, who none of us were even dependent on being back, uh, has proven to be a, a – an important piece to, to this team. Yeah, and for the Barnes detractors out there, they could say this guy continues to get lucky, which, okay. Because Josiah Jordan-James was told he wasn't welcome back, along with the other seniors. The only senior that was welcome back was Vescovy. And Triple J came to them in the off season and said, I'll walk on. And I remember talking about it at the time. I Look, we, we pretty much bathe in the vaults here, but that seems unprecedented in an era where I would imagine if he jumped into that transfer portal, he could have found himself a deal with somebody. Now, I would imagine if you could have around the clock and he'd have jumped in the transfer portal and people knew that he'd be healthy and look like this, he could have gotten a lot of money. As it is, Tennessee's put him on scholarship. So... We call him a walk-on, but he's not. But he really is because that's what he came in as. I mean, he was willing to do that, which is um, kind of remarkable, really. And the irony is he is having his, easily his best season. A couple callers to the Garza Law Tennessee basketball overtime show the other night. We're saying that, in their opinion, he's uh, the most valuable player of the team through a third of the season. Hard to argue with that. Pretty hard to argue with that. He's been a consistent night-in and night-out guy that's brought it. Now, he's had a couple no-show games, like in the Bahamas. Or not Bahamas, but uh, over in Hawaii. Okay, fine. But everybody does that. It's basketball. And that's what gets me back to this team, Bino. We... We've seen them win games against, you know, high major teams. I mean, that, that, uh, NC State team, that, that was toggling on a quad, quad one game. It'll easily be a quad two game. But, man, they won with Dalton Connect literally taking the night off on both ends. I knew Barnes was going to get him out of there when he let that white turkey beat him on that give and go. And fouled him. I mean, he was nowhere near. I don't know where Dalton Connect was here tonight, but it wasn't in San Antonio, Texas. That was a brutal night for him. Now, you say it's not going to happen much to him. I don't know about that. If he doesn't change his game 
and he doesn't stop dribbling through traffic and into traffic, he's going to have a lot of nights like that, unfortunately. Because he looks to me like a guy that's not responding. And this is what I, I got about him last night from a couple people behind the scenes. He's not responding well to what defenses are doing to him. He's doing the same thing, which is why they got him off the court. That's why they pulled the plug on him. And, and I want to take a moment here to talk about Rick Barnes and get your thoughts on this. Generally, Barnes would rip a guy at his post-game news conference who gets beat like that, and then they bench him. And Barnes generally, as we've seen Barnes down through the years, is going to say, hey, look, you know, Something about respecting the jersey or, hey, you got to play on the defensive end. But with Connect, they know he's just not going to play on defense. But what they also know is, and I forget what the first team was that started doing this to him, but one of those opponents several games back, Bino, started slapping the ball when he would put it on the ground. I think that was Purdue, Tony. Yeah, Bob Baskerville's Purdue boys. and they And since then... And since then, it's some teams have tried to do it, weren't able to do it. But the way it was explained to me last night, and see if the listener grasps this, the reason they were able to get Connect going in the game at home, the Illinois game, was that they defensively were basically manning which means that you cleared the floor and you let him go. When teams are clogging the lane and they're forcing him to dribble through multiple bodies, they're getting the ball away from him rather easily for a Division One player. They're getting it away from him rather easily. It's kind of startling. The thing that happened the other night, too, is that NC State's help defense was so good, they blocked a shot a couple times, which Tennessee's coaches essentially – behind the scenes, they're going to have to build him up now and give him some tools, which they think, I mean, Barnes has been around a long time. They know of ways to combat this, but they sort of got him off the floor the other night because they knew if they left him out there, Bino, it was going to be really, really ugly. Like, they were just going to keep taking the ball from him. That was not going to change. The way NC State was defending and the way Connect was dribbling into it, which is kind of remarkable for a player of his offensive ability. I mean, personally, if you'd have told me that this would have been a result in any of these games back um, early in the year, being out, I'd have thought there's no way in the world our version of Jimmy Chitwood could ever succumb to that. But seeing is believing. I mean, obviously there's something there, right? Uh, yeah, there there is, Tony. But I, I uh, this, this team's played 13 games, and we've seen two teams do that effectively. Uh so I believe I'm going to go with the other 11 games rather than the two. Uh, maybe I'll be proven wrong. Uh, I think he's going to be an effective offensive weapon most nights out against most opponents. You know, I don't know that it's just two. I'd argue with you on that. I think it's happened three or four times, but you, you have two. That's fine. Um, I just think it's interesting that, and I was told behind the scenes, how was Barnes toward him in the locker room? He was very, very kind to him. Basically, Rick Barnes' message to the team was, great team win. Dalton has carried us in some of these games, and you guys picked him up tonight. The other piece that was really interesting to me, and I wonder, because that's Ganey's son over there, 
But, you know, he's not playing at a high enough level to get real minutes on this basketball team right now, the Ganey kid. And early in the year when we were playing the uh, Crip opponents, I had made the statement that the two best players were Connect and him because it looked that way for the first couple of games. And they were gleeful over what they had. You talk about a kid that's gotten roughed up by some of this high major competition. And granted, again, Tennessee's had four quad one games and then the other night, which is one that was gonna, that will toggle between one and two. Uh, one of these neutral floor games played in front of 50 people down there in San Antonio. And I warned y'all that that was going to be a brutally low-attended deal. I didn't think it would be that low-attended. You could hear people talking in the stands. I don't know who, Bino, do you think they paid the rent on that, Jim, from the uh, Jerry Colangelo? Jerry Colangelo's son proved that he was horrible at management. I mean, Jerry Colangelo, good gosh, man. How much money do you think they lost the other night? Uh, I, I, I don't know, Tony. I, I hope they did better in the first two games than they did uh, the finale. But uh, uh, that's uh, – I think that was another uh, – Tennessee had a fairly good contingent there. Great crowd. Uh, um, so that, that, that was great. Um, but uh, that, that was a game where Tennessee kind of had to create their own juice, and uh, I, I felt like they were able to do that. I, I, I thought that that was a that was a good good solid win. Uh, I, uh, I although I don't share your level of concern for Connect, uh, I do for Ganey. Uh, I just I I think when DeLeon gets to the point where they feel like that he's capable of playing. Uh, back-to-back games or a number of games in a row uh, with his plantar fasciitis, uh, I think Ganey is the one that loses the time uh, just simply because he he's he's a he's a shooter who just hasn't shot the ball well enough uh, to, to get those minutes. No doubt about it. So if you want to jump in, 865-200-5402. The other thing is football. Looks like Walter Nolan and Ole Miss is real. Ole Miss is out there spending like a drunken sailor. Juice Wells, the defensive end from Florida, they're loading up and going for it. I got to tell you, I laughed at Mark and Colombo the other day about them being a playoff team. They're literally going for it. That'd be like um, when the San Diego Padres spent all that money. To the rest of us in baseball, it just didn't make any sense. The rest of us that watch baseball, and generally you can't buy championships. Lane Kiffin, you talk about a perfect coach for this transfer era. He's a perfect coach because he's equal parts, magnanimous, self-deprecating, silly, wily, cunning, slick, he happens to be an excellent coach and an excellent offensive mind, an excellent head coach and an excellent offensive mind, which is rare, by the way. That's a rare combination. We've seen a lot of guys that are excellent offensive minds that have head coaching jobs, but he he kind of is both. I mean, look, i got to give them credit. They won 10 games this past year. Uh, I don't know how they're doing it, but he knows the value of stars and playmakers, Bino. The value of stars and playmakers, which 
I don't think can be undersold in modern college football. I just don't. If you have stars and you have playmakers, chances are you're going to win games. And now they're adding these line pieces. This is uh, this is remarkable what Ole Miss is doing, being star. Yeah, he's he's doing a great job in the portal, Tony. I I, I think it's going to be a while before people are able to understand uh, how effective uh, you are actually in the portal. Uh, how many guys play up to the level uh, that they're that they're projected to uh, that come out of the portal. Um, Obviously, anybody would want the rush in that they got out of Florida. Um, You know, some of the other pieces, uh, we'll see. Uh, You know, you, I think, uh, judging by what I've heard from you and and your contributors, three of the guys he got uh, are, are guys that we basically decided weren't worth the price. Uh, so I guess we're going to uh, induce Wales and, of course, the two that he got off of our roster. Um, so I guess we'll find out at the end uh, whether that was uh, money well spent or not. And the thing that's really confusing about trying to track this, and I was talking to Portal Dave about this over the weekend because, look, I'm sitting there, and I'm trying not to be Negadelphian, okay? I'm really not. I really am. I'm trying my best. And I wrote that today. I, if you go read my writing at tclub.team today, you'll go, God, this guy's really wrestling with himself. And I am. Orange Throat asked a question which none of us know. None of us know. I'm not even sure the Spire guys know, which is this. Because I think the lack of transparency in this whole thing is really confusing to fans. Like, you see all these great players go to Ole Miss. They go here, they go there, they go everywhere. The kid with the hyphenated name from Georgia visit Kentucky over the weekend. There's no reason that a great outside linebacker who can get to a quarterback should be visiting Kentucky and not us this past weekend. Tennessee should get that kid. But the issue is... People have asked me, well, what about James Pierce? I know for a fact, as we reported, that there were teams that came after him or going to offer him a half million dollars. That's that's fact. That's not fiction. Here's a problem. The problem is we don't know what Tennessee's budget is. We don't know how much of their budget they spent. And me and X had to talk about this. We, we were on the phone for about an hour last night. We don't know how much of their budget they spent keeping that offensive line around, which is an okay offensive line. They're not great. They're okay. That's an okay offensive line Tennessee had last year. It's an eight and four football team. They are what they are. We don't they almost were forced to do that. And so did they overpay keeping some okay players around? The answer is probably. Probably. Sabino's point, a bird in the hand better than two in the bush. See, that's what this is all about. Me, I want shiny objects. I'm not going to lie to you. I want juice wells. I want shiny objects. Look, the guy at uh, Tulane that they're really close to landing the plane with, it might be a nice player, but he hadn't done it in this league. He hadn't done it in this league. The guy from South Carolina... 
is a damn good player. Now you can sit there, well, you know, well, you know, he only had four catches. He's hurt this year. And maybe it is that he's hurt. Maybe it is, or maybe he was out of their price range. Because I think Pierce was really expensive to him. I know Miko, Nico is really expensive to him. I think uh, the kid from um, down in Louisiana got expensive to him. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Nobody knows what you paid your offensive line to come back. Nobody knows what you're paying Brew McCoy to come back. Nobody knows, nobody knows, nobody knows. And therefore, you don't know what you're looking at. So are you being cheap right now? Which some fans think. Are you uh, just doing the best with the resources you have and it is what it is? See, if that were the case, it would be really nice if they could communicate that to the fan base. Because this thing is really confusing. Here, there, and everywhere for the modern fan. At Georgia right now, I was I was kind of lurking around their stuff. They've lost 15 guys, Bino, one of whom was a defensive captain last year, the kid with the hyphenated name. I mean, that's just weird. On a team that won that many games, several of these guys can play. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying this is not just a Tennessee fan experience looking at the portal going, okay, what? is going on here why is Ole Miss getting these players and why is Kentucky seemingly so much busier than we are like what what is going on here and it could be that Tennessee had to spend a lot more money than they thought on keeping Pierce here a lot more money than they thought on keeping the uh, junior to be running back from down in Louisiana and who knows who else went to them and said hey if you don't give me some funds, I'm jumping in the portal. Because truly, Bino, those transactions are not recorded. We don't know what we're looking at. We don't know how much money they have to play with. And then everybody's left to kind of like me and Portal Dave last night. We're going back and forth. We don't know how much. I mean, literally, Tennessee got a defensive lineman. And I know he's a um, depth piece. But they got a guy whose offer list looks like a kid that, like, I follow Temple, okay, just for fun. That's the kind of kid Temple gets. Like, what are we doing? You see what I mean? The whole thing is just really, it's confusing. Yeah, I, I, I understand completely, Tony. It's, um, I personally think Tennessee had a good weekend. They brought Cooper Mace back. They got their tight end target, and they got a good DB. Uh, uh Yes, they took a commitment from a kid whose offers list is uh, certainly not impressive. Uh, I guess I'm going to choose to believe that that's something that Rodney Garner bought off on. And if it's a kid Rodney Garner believes that uh, will help him and that he can develop, uh, then I think I'm I'm going to yield to him. Uh, the the only thing that I don't know is I, I look I look at who people are signing, and you mentioned the Padres. Uh, you know, the, the teams that are going to come out the best are the teams that use their money the wisest, get guys that fit their needs, and get guys that fit their roster. Uh, and I don't know that we can determine who that is uh, by looking out and seeing who gets the shiniest objects. 
uh, obviously, Tony, whoever whoever manages their roster the best are going to be the teams that compete for uh, the uh, for the playoff. Uh, I, I guess a year from now, uh, we'll, we'll know, uh, who that was. Yeah. I don't know that yeah. we know anything that yeah. we've seen thus far. Maybe my best approach would be my, what my approach is to recruiting, which is you're going to get who you're going to get and that's who you're going to get. And then you got to coach them up. I guess the thing that's frustrating to me, Bino, is I thought we'd be more active. I thought they would think, and maybe they still do, but, hey, we have a two-year window here with a guy that could be a generational player at quarterback. I would have thought they'd be involved more high. I'm just saying it out loud. I would have thought they'd be more involved with high-ticket items, and I don't think I'm alone. Maybe throat's right. Maybe the procuring of and keeping guys here on the roster, like a K-Mays, got a lot more expensive very quickly for them and left them in a spot where they're getting some okay players instead of some killers. I mean, I hate to say that. And maybe the okay players will turn out to be great. Like I said today, you know, you never know. This kid from the uh, from the Sierra College, he, he can end up being an All-American. I mean, stranger things have happened. Florida just gave a ton of money to a kid that played at the University of Pennsylvania. Do you think that was coming, Bino? I mean, that makes no sense. But he was a great player at that league. He was the player, defensive player of the year in their league, and they need help. So they got pretty desperate. One thing that X reminded me of, too, Bean, is that I would encourage anybody to watch these bowl games that are coming up because there were several guys as soon as the bowl game ended, jumped in the portal over the weekend. Several guys, if you go look at it. And so there's a bowl game this afternoon. Chances are some of the better players in that deal are going to be in the bowl game. Chances are some of the guys that played in the 1AA playoffs over the weekend are going to be in the portal. Tennessee had the kid from Villanova on campus over the weekend, the DB. Watson Brown got me thinking about that. Budgetarily speaking, if you play in those waters, you can get five guys, maybe three or four to one, versus playing with a a Juice Wells. Because, again, it would really help us as fans, and truly nobody knows, because I think that target's moving. Uh, Obviously, Bino, this thing is expensive to keep your players on your roster. I mean, you think they wish they had a do-over and just gave these guys some health insurance, Bino, 10 years ago and $5,000 cash to spend? You think they wish they had a do-over? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of that thought <clears throat> going around, Tony. Uh, you know, the, the level of money that's out there, uh, I, I think it probably would have just uh, delayed this a little bit. I think this was inevitable. Uh, you can't have that amount of money uh, in an industry and have a group that gets zero of it. You just <laughs> they, can't. They had a free, they had a free workforce and wanted to keep it free. No, nothing for you. No benefits. No, not no insurance. For a while, the kids were when they got hurt, their families had to t- had to have insurance policies on them. What kind of nonsense is that? By the way, speaking of nonsense, so. Tennessee didn't put a release out 
over the weekend that Joe Milton's coming back. He didn't put anything out. He showed up on the practice field. They are soft peddling it. They are soft selling it. They are just tiptoeing through the tulips. Uh, there are three guys today that are meeting the depressed about the bowl game, and the starting quarterback's not one of them. Bino, that's weird. You have to admit that's weird. They are, um, I don't know, sheepishly. I don't even know what the term is. Impishly. I don't know what the term. But they are the Milton thing and the bowl. It's like it's not happening. I don't know. It's really strange. But I'm getting something internally being started on this deal, and I want to know if you agree, because they're promising. They're promising now. I'm not gonna say it out loud. They're promising a different approach than we've seen with regards to Nico and Joe. The Joe Nico uh, deal when it comes to the bowl game, and I want to see if Bino is buying, and then we'll get some calls in on the other side. As we're flying with you on a Monday, and by the way, Cowboy fans, nice effort. Nice effort up in Buffalo. They they really gave a great account for themselves, didn't they, Bino? Championship-level football team they are. Ooh, boy. Uh, that was uh, blacked out on my television, and I'm glad it was. Would you like to say anything to Lamb Weirdo after your guys destroyed Mikey T's and tore his kingdom down? Uh, no, other than the Colts get to pretend for one more week that they're a playoff team. Wow, that's some really negative stuff from Bino, who needs to give Minshew Mania some room to breathe and grow and let it grow, Eric. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace 
This is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Greetings, it's Rick from Tillis Jewelry. With Christmas just around the corner, we are here to make your gift giving a breeze. Starting December 4th, we are extending our store hours to better serve you. Find us open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Whether you're after something timeless or trendy, Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia is your holiday gift giving headquarters. Make this season extra special by visiting us during our extended hours. Tillis Jewelry, where holiday magic happens. See you soon. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at CaringHeartsHomeHealthCareLLC.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Elevate your day at Old School Vapor. Check out our selection of disposables like Kato Bar, Viho, Raz, Lost Mary, Breeze, and more. Enjoy 35% off your entire e-liquid purchase and 20% off everything else. With every $20 Club 13 purchase, snag a chance to win a Rad Runner e-bike. And for Exodus lovers, every purchase gets you a ticket to win an Xbox Series S. Check us out at OldSchoolVapor.com. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. So I, I laid out, I didn't lay out, but I, I grabbed my um, Kelly Green hoodie today. And for some reason, I'm wearing Tennessee orange. I, I forgot. I, I don't know. I had it there. 
But uh, at any rate, old people props, as they say in the trade. I just thought about that. You look good, Tony. You got your Kelly Green on under your arms. You're That's fine. Right. That's right. I'm rocking a. Uh, I'm rocking an Eagle shirt. That's right. Two things near and dear to my heart. Bino. Um, another thing near and dear to my heart is guys that love playing major college football and love it, and love being a part of this experience that we all share. And man, Joe Milton should be celebrated, but he. It's like reoccurring poison ivy. <laughs> and I'm for and not against him, but God, that was a hard football season to sit through. And that bowl game with Iowa is going to be. I mean, I wrote today, and I hate to write this, but Joe Milton plus Iowa equals a strong cup of coffee at noon on January the 1st. Terrible thing to say. I own that. But on my blog and on this show, I'm just going to give you my opinion. And Tennessee is promising internally that the approach in the bowl game in terms of playing time for each quarterback is going to be different than we've seen this year. And I want to know, Bino, Jeff Henderson... We've traveled the highways and byways. We've been up and down that rocky road, and here we are still around. Do you believe, Bino, the Tennessee Vols when they say that internally? Yeah. First off, Tony, let me say that uh, Joe Milton is doing exactly what we want everyone apparently except him to do. He's choosing not to opt out. He's staying with his team. He's playing in the bowl game. That's generally what we ask of everyone. Sadly, that's not what we ask of him. Um, Tony, I find it hard to believe that if Joe Milton plays, uh, that we're going to see anything but Joe Milton until the game is decided. But the the one thing that gives me some hope is someone who wants to see Nico play uh, quite a bit in the ball game. Uh, if indeed – uh, your your sources were correct, and Tennessee was encouraging Joe Milton to go uh, to the Senior Bowl to bypass bowl play and go to the Senior Bowl. Then maybe the mindset going forward is a little different, and we will see some of Nico, more of Nico than I expect. You believe it? Uh, I mean, we are hopeful, hard, Tony. Huh? Believe's too st- believe is too strong That's a word. That's a great way of putting it. So I'm going round and round with somebody, and I say, uh, kind of you told me that going into the Vanderbilt game, and kind of that didn't happen. So I kind of don't believe that, which I was told you're entitled to feel that way, which, hey, I mean, yes, I am. Because I'm on the fool me once uh, category on this deal. I'm just not going to believe that. I believed it for the Vanderbilt game. I'm, this coach, when he gets in these games, becomes a lot more of an offensive coordinator than a head coach. Especially in matters such as this. And, and granted, this is a uh, 
this is a unique deal, you know, because generally you're going to plug your starter in and your starter's going to play, and you're not going to worry about this year to year. But if anything illustrates that, it's the way they failed, and he failed, really, he failed, to get this guy. They paid a million dollars this year to throw like 20 passes for him. It's a lot of money per pass. Isn't it, Bino? Uh, it, it is, Tony. I would have I would have much rather seen him play uh, a lot lot more than he did. It, you know, it remains to be seen um, how much uh, that will affect his performance next year, if at all. Yeah, we'll 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 see that for sure next year uh, in September. I don't either, want. Either yeah, way, the, Nico, the the Nico era is is. Right upon us. If he gets off to a slow start against North Carolina State, and that coach goes for that microphone and says he didn't, he didn't get much of a chance to throw the ball last year, that's going to urinate me off to high heaven. Okay, because that would be about silly. Now maybe it has nothing to do with nothing, and maybe I'm just you know all of my feels today. But man, this Milton thing is so weird. They're not even bringing him to the press conference, Bino. Isn't that strange? Do you not find that strange? Uh, yeah, which, which you know, leads a little bit to the hope uh, that maybe, just maybe, uh, Nico's going to be a bigger part of this than either one of us expect. Back to the phones we go. Yeah, I hope I'm blindsided by it. Hello and welcome in. It's TLD Logistics Phone Lines, and we get our first call in. Hello and welcome. Hey, Tony, it's Holly. Hey, Holly, great to talk to you. Well, first of all, Merry Christmas to all of you. Same to you, Holly. Really Our best of the season. Yes. To all of you guys the last few weeks. I've been uh, listening to all the ins and outs of everything. and uh, I just wanted to say, I want to talk about the um, the portal for a minute. Yep. I, uh, and back to Kissing, I, I, this week when I was looking on, I don't know, I guess it was Instagram or something, and. The first I noticed of it was when uh, he took a picture and posted it of uh, the Vol airplane out at the airport and then took a picture and posted, I don't know if he was at the little private place where you go into the airport or a hotel, mm-hmm. and he was, you know, sniffing around Knoxville. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, that is so, so lame-kissing, you know, because, well, we just know how it is. But like I wanted to say, nobody ever said that Kiffin was a bad coach. He was just a disloyal, disruptive human being, and we took the major brunt of it back when he was here, and he spread us over. But I can tell you for a fact, Ole Miss loves, loves, loves him. They think he walks on water, and there is plenty of booster money there to give him to buy players, and I'm sure he's asked for it, and they've given it to him in spades. So I think, you know, you're going to see that there. And uh, he's a good coach, so they'll probably end up doing well. But uh, I just also wanted to say that I tend to think that these money offers that these players are getting might even be bigger than we think. And here's why. Uh, I say this because there's a little girl uh, whose family's a friend of mine in my hometown he was a scholarship softball player at uh, Arkansas State. Very good pitcher. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was going into her senior year, and it was always her dream to play for Alabama. 
Well, long story short, they came and offered her to come to Alabama, and she accepted. And I know for a fact, now, mind you, she's not their star pitcher. She's, you know, in their, you call it the bullpen, I guess. And she has one year, and I know for a fact that they gave that little girl $125,000 for her to come her senior year. Now, of course, that is also her scholarship money for her, her schooling. And so if someone, because we know female sports don't get paid as much, so the little girl on a softball team who is not their Drew Beam, if you will, gets $125,000, can we only imagine what they're throwing at these football players? Uh, that's incredible. Um, I didn't believe it at wow. first, but I know it's true. Wow. Wow. I mean, I couldn't believe it. But I know these people, so I know it's not a lie. Wow. So if, do you think that, so I think that we don't realize, or maybe the smart people do, I don't. It's just fascinated me. I've learned a long time ago, follow the money and you get your answer every time. And I'm thinking since we are in this early phase of the new world order, fine players and so forth, we're doing the ridiculous amounts, just like the coaches, the, you know, the Jimbo Fisher contract and all that, mm-hmm. these stupid, stupid things. And maybe it'll turn a little bit and get better. But why wouldn't it be crazy like that when we see all of these crazy, crazy what? things that are public, all of these crazy, crazy tickets? prices that we're seeing and just just sky high everything why wouldn't it 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 trickle down to all these offers to people well like bino said um i mean there was so much money in the pie and and you know the thing about college softball that would make a little sense is that um college softball draws pretty good numbers on television and it seems to be a sport in its own right with the niche where they move a lot of tickets as well. I'm not saying it's a money generator. I'm not going to go there, but it would make sense. All you need are a couple different boosters whose fancy this thing tickles. That's right. And all of a sudden, a pitcher like that could get some money where these kids Tennessee got uh, to uh, come from Oklahoma to come over to their program. I mean, you know, all it takes is a, all it takes is a couple people to fall in love with your deal and fund it. And we do know well, that there are people out there, Holly, with more money than cents. We know that. But, well, they have more money than they could ever spend. That's right. And another thing with this little girl, and, and the nice thing about it is she's yeah. so deserving. Aww. And uh, she's, a, she's a good kid. But um, and I don't know how this wraps into it, but I think these things are happening also with the NIL, um, the NIL deals and all that is that she's been offered, it's my understanding that she plans to stay after her eligibility runs out and she's going to be a student coach or something. That's fantastic. For, for a year. And then there's a booster. Her dream is to have her own I don't know what to call it, basically coaching school for women's athletes for mm-hmm. softball. Mm-hmm. And she's already been promised, I know that this is probably not in the contract, but there is a backer that is going to set her up in Tennessee with her, because she's from here, mm-hmm. with her own 
school, be her backer for uh, right on. so she can start her own school. And, you know, I know for a fact, too, that, that like the University of Georgia, it is unbelievable what they've done for that family of the, the little senior quarterback, senior high school quarterback that signed with uh, Georgia. And they moved him to Beaufort, Georgia, which is just close to Athens. And his family, and of course, he'll be a freshman next year. And I've been following it because my girlfriend is a big Georgia booster. It's unbelievable the things that they have put in place for him and his family. And it also ensures that he's not going to look elsewhere. Well, Holly, back, I mean, back it's to, unbelievable. Yeah, let's go back to Kiffin for a second because I got tipped off to this. Bino, you're going to laugh at this, okay? There's a guy named Walker Jones who's a former executive at Under Armour. Now, I did a little Google search on Walker Jones. Walker Jones is spearheading their NIL campaign, and he's spending like a drunken sailor, okay? I mean, we, we would all agree on that, Holly. Absolutely. They're going hog wild and pig crazy at Ole Miss right now in the portal. This is from a website called RetailDive.com from 2018 when I look up Walker Jones's name. He's a former executive at Under Armour, and this is what it says. Under Armour last week removed two executives from the company following an internal review of the marketing department's spending, according to a report by the Wall Street Journal citing unnamed sources. The two sources told the publication that Under Armour questioned some of the executive spending habits, including for events, nights out, and gifts to athletes. Under Armour confirmed to Retail Dive that Ryan Kuehl, Senior Vice President, Global Sports Marketing, and Walker Jones, Senior Director of Sports Marketing, had been let go through a company spokesperson. And Under Armour, when asked, said, we do not comment on specific personnel matters. So, Bino, a guy who's overspending in the NIL market and who's spearheading this for Lane Kiffin is a guy that got fired for that at Under Armour, Beanstar. I, I I hope for both Kiffin and his sake that this works out for him. This one, this one big haul. Holly, are you familiar with the name? Because I know you know some Ole Miss people. Will you run that up the flagpole and see what you can find out for me on Walker Jones? I sure will, because I have a very close friend that's uh, that I used to live next door to at the beach, and Boom. he knows everything. We always would sit around on the benches and talk all this stuff, and yep. they were. I mean, that's, I got to rub it the shoulders with all these people, and I yep. just know that when they get ready to spend the money, it doesn't matter. You know, they're very they're very frugal with their money and very smart with their Until money. Until it comes to athletes, but, yep. But then when it comes to something, it's almost like a gambling addiction. It's bizarre. And they get a and pop. they yep. don't care. They nope. don't care. They nope. just say, those people will call them like somebody in the... I don't know if it's the athletic department or Walker Jones. Walker Jones down say, there. Yep. They say I need two million dollars or whatever for X, Y, and Z, and they'll say, "Give me a couple of days to get it together. And, I'll do it." And Holly, that's why I was saying the narrative that uh, our guys in our collective don't have that money. I don't buy because you can always call those super rich people back and say, "Hey, so and so's on the hook." Uh, juice wells, okay, whatever it is. We need two million dollars for. Okay, give me two and a half days. That's exactly 
Holly, that is, see, you have your budget, you have what you have in, and then you have those guys' phone numbers. And Walker Jones got fired in corporate America for too much spending. And what's he doing in the transfer portal right now? Spending like he's with the federal government, Holly. It's no different than them finding somebody calling them and saying, hey, there's this great property over on yep. this lake, and it's, it's a giveaway, and yep. you can get it for $2 million, and it's worth $4 million. Except this thing's worth nothing. Like, Except, Buy it for me. except paying these players is worth nothing. It, it's no investment at all. It makes zero sense. Makes zero business. I don't understand it from the word go. But hey, uh, it's not my money. And Holly, I appreciate you. Thank you. You have homework now. Walker Jones, Holly Walker Jones. Bino, the guy was fired for excessive spending on athletes, no less. Can you make that up? <laughs> it's. Some of this stuff we probably don't want to know, Tony. But, uh, hey, all you have to look at is just just how popular fantasy football is. Yeah. That's rich guy fantasy football going on. That's all it is. And it's those people when they get together at their, wherever they gather in the off season. Hey, the guy I bought beat the guy you bought. I mean, and we hate saying that as fans, but that is kind of the market where it's always been the market we were in. Now we just see it. Hello and welcome into our next call. Why, Larry, daughter? Philly, welcome in, buddy. How you been, old Philly, it's a great night. Great, to, it's a great day to be alive and well. Thank you. Well, I ain't from that's uh. You think no miss a football schedule next year? Uh, uh, Mark and Colombo, in what was a great call Friday, read it to me. Exactly, sure was. Called them a, uh, a a football team that's on the periphery of making the playoff, and me and Bino both scoffed at it. I after this haul and his ability to put pieces together, I'm not laughing about it because this Walker Walker Jones down there has these old Miss people all in. Well, they don't have to play Alabama or Georgia. So yep. that, that right there is a mess, and uh, we got to play them. Uh, yes. Uh, you look at a lot of these teams in the SEC that aren't what you consider the top six uh, pro, uh, uh, in the SEC, like Missouri. Look at their football schedule next year. Uh, Texas is coming in with a favorable football schedule. I don't understand. They're going to have to go to nine conference games to make this thing fair. Philly, how about that? I mean, uh, Bino, how about that? The fact that the eight-game deal is just not fair. You're not touching enough teams. Yeah, I mean, we've said it all along, Tony. When you go to a, a huge conference uh, like we're going to, uh, eight games uh, is just not right. It's it's feels feels correct. You've got to go to nine. I don't care if one year you have to play five road games and four home games. You know that evens out over the course of three uh, over the course of four years. Tony, I'm concerned about uh, Kip, I mean uh, Hopple's recruiting. Uh, I don't know what their game plan is. Uh, and they started off real well in the high school ranks, and then they haven't secured a commitment since what August in, in high school ranks. Yeah, but Philly, that was kind of by design. I mean, people say that. And I and look, I've repeated that on the air, but let's be honest here. If they wanted to do the Butch Jones thing and secure a bunch of three-star recruits, they could have done that. But that obviously is not what they're doing, not what they wanted to do. And they've took, taken some big swings at the Apple. And they had four kids on campus over the weekend. Uh, look, they're, 
I mean, I give them credit for that. They're, they're not there to appease people. They swung and missed on the five-star kid, the Seton kid. Okay, fine. I mean, you know, what can you do about that? Well, Auburn's uh, doing well with high school recruiting. And they went 6-6 six six last year. Yeah, their their coach is kind of a killer recruiter, though. I mean, he always, he always was. We know well, that. He's going to recruit. You know, to win at Tennessee, though, you have to have great recruiting in football for us to win. And look back in our history. When we had we had good recruiters that got ball players in here. Tennessee's never been able to win a mediocre recruit. Uh, that's correct. You're not going to win unless you can get the the Jimmys and the Joes here at, at a high level. Now you can win eight or nine games because this is a great job. Um, but you're not going to let's put it this way: you're not going to qualify for that playoff. Unless you really get it done on the recruiting trail, unless, 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 unless Nico is a generational right. quarterback. Now, if he's a generational yeah. quarterback, you can do what Michael Vick did down there at Virginia Tech and take a pretty good team and elevate them into the stratosphere. Not only that, you probably need to have a great receiver to go with a quarterback because you look at how Alabama's made hay here in the last five years. It's been pretty much quarterback and wide receivers that have made their. Uh, Offense, go. Bino X told me last night that one of the things being used against Tennessee in recruiting with some of these receivers they've gotten involved with is that um, they uh, are being told, these receivers are, that, hey, they only play three guys. Look, look at the distribution of catches on their roster. And, and next season, this is what's being sold to people. Brew McCoy, the kid from Oregon, and uh, and the and White are the three are the three receivers. Why would you want to go there and not be in their rotation? That's what being sold to these people, me now. Uh, well, it's probably true. It, um, we do only use three receivers. The, they get the majority of the snaps. Um, I'm. I, I think the advantage that our offense gives us. I'm not sure I would go away from that though, Tony. In order to secure uh, a, a recruit. You think Koppel will do that? He'll change? I mean, he seems to be stubborn the way he does things. No, I wouldn't go away from it, Phil. I, I think that's the one thing that gives us the advantage is the way that he plays and the pace that he plays at. Uh, I wouldn't go away from it. Uh, Keep the guys on the field. Didn't do no good this year, though, did it? Well, you didn't, you didn't have it. Come on. You didn't have a quarterback and you didn't have playmakers, Phil. Come on. One more thing, uh, guys. It was nice to see them. This will give them a quad one. I mean, quad four or whatever the win is. Uh, quad two. Quad one wins Saturday night. Yeah. But I'm like Bino. I think Freddie DeLon's going to be the key of their season. They need a backup point guard. And here we go. Ziggler playing 38 minutes. He ain't going to last a year playing that kind of minutes every night. Uh, agree with that. That's how he got hurt last year. Yeah, I agree with that. And Dillion, they the the initial plan was play him, but you know what? They decided no. Uh, uh-uh. uh, they decided no. Well, I guess we didn't transfer for. See you. Thank you. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. They just didn't want to put Dillion into that deal. Um, I was told that the Char- Tarleton State and the other non-league game leading up to the non-league, I think there's one in late December, 
couple weeks, um, I was told to uh, be on the lookout there. Hour two on the radio, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got the uh, Milton deal and how they're soft-selling that. We've got portal mania and how it's causing me mania. We have um, the basketball team getting a really gutty win over the weekend. That really shows that this thing is, they are a solid bunch. That's a solid basketball team. And a ton of other stuff to talk about as we continue. Cowboy fan, I just want you to know, I'm for you, not against you. I stand with you, not against you. And for a couple more weeks, you're going to wear your gear till it goes back into the mothballs after this. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello. 
My name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. It's a memory-making time of year. This is Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt. Many years ago, as a little girl, I remember my mother receiving several packages in the mail. That was odd at our house. It was just a couple of weeks before Christmas. She put them away. I learned later that my dad had won a catalog shopping spree by selling the most cars the previous month. We were five young children and had just moved to Nashville from Illinois. It had been a tough year. About three days before Christmas, my mother started bringing out the toys one at a time. I remember her sheer delight as she presented each one to us. You see, we didn't know what was in the packages, but mother did. And she couldn't wait to give the toys to us. I know now that the true joy was in the giving. I hope during this holiday season and in the new year that every one of us will experience the true joy of giving whatever we have to give. From our house to yours, I wish you a very merry, merry Christmas and a joy-filled, prosperous New Year. Bringing the New Year with Ruby Groove at the Mule House in Columbia. Rubik's Groove is your premier, outside-of-the-box, 80s, 90s, and aughts tribute band. Featuring a high-energy, character-driven performance, you're not going to want to miss this one. Rock, pop, hip-hop characters, costumes, and videos. For tickets and more information, go to themulehouse.com. That's themulehouse.com. See you on New Year's Eve. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. The portal, the, the uh, recruiting, the this, the that, the 20th is right around the corner here. Signing day in two days. X will be with us. In studio for the Signing Day Spectacular on Wednesday. The craze sweeping the nation, ladies and germs. Let's go back to our phones. TLD Logistics phone line, easy for me to say and get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Morning. Good afternoon. It's afternoon. Hello. Yeah, yeah it is. I'm trying to call in at 11. But you got uh, it. Anyway. You got it. Um, Tony, I would like to encourage all your listeners that haven't read your blog for today to go back and read it. And I don't, I don't read it every day, but, uh, miss a day, miss a line. Very informative blog this morning. Um, and it's pretty obvious for, for, now Tony, I've been reading your stuff for about 20 years now. Yeah. It's pretty obvious from reading that that you're in, in my camp, you're in the same camp I'm in. You don't think Hopple's going to get it done. I never said that. If I thought that, I'd say I mean, that. 
All you got to do is read that blog and read between the lines. Oh, how about that, Bino? We got a mind reader here. <laughs> I mean, what do you know? Bino, you ought to go read it because I'm sure you probably haven't read it. What are you, Kreskin? I actually read it every day, Jake. Do you? What did you think yes, about it this morning? You, you think I was going to get it done, Bino? Uh, I think I, I've got more hope that Hopple's going to get it done than anybody that we've had since former. Uh, I, I do think that, uh, you know. <laughs> well, that's not, that's not saying much, Bino. Well, I do have some faith that I, I've seen him do it here. I never saw any of those other guys do it here. I've seen Hopple do it here. Saw him do it here last year. Um, uh, and I, I, I do believe that he's. He's got the emotional intelligence that you need in this job. I think what's going to determine Heupel's tenure here is uh, ultimately roster uh, management. How's he going to do that? Uh, I just don't get up in arms about one class or another, Jake, because I, don't, I just don't think there's any way to tell what kind of real recruiting class you've got until they've been here a couple of years. And I openly so, said, uh, Jacardio, not in Indonesia, that I – was wrestling, even with some of the stuff I wrote, and trying to, not to get overly emotional. But for you to make the leap from that to I don't think the head coach is going to get it done, I that's just not accurate. I'm glad you brought that up because that's that's not ac- that's not an accurate depiction of how I'm feeling. Well, let's, well, let's talk about how leadership skills. Leadership you know, skills. How okay. do you think he's leader? As far as this Milton situation is going. Has he showed any leadership on that deal? Uh, I actually think he has because he's done something that most everybody else did not want him to do. So, yeah, I think he's doing what he thinks is best, whether it is or not. I, d- I don't know, G. Well, I just think it's a jug-headed decision. You know, you gotta, you're paying that quarterback all this money. What what's he gonna do if he comes out next year and he's not ready to play? Now I hope he comes out. He, you know, like Tony Robinson did his junior year. But yeah, I, I guess, I've got my doubts the, there. I I guess it's whether you believe as a coach uh, that you can get someone ready uh, as much in practice as you can in games. I, I'm not sure I believe that, um, but uh, uh, I. I I guess we're going to find out, Jake, going forward. But obviously this year, uh, which is more more important to them than it is to us, he thought his best opportunity to win football games was for Joe Milton to play. So whether well, he won't, right play, not, won't play his young players either. Yeah, he's got, he's got some guys on his staff. They're averse to giving young kids a shot. So. You know, and bringing Willie Martinez back, what kind of leadership does that show? Never firing as uh, an assistant coach. What kind of leadership does that show? I, I think that probably he's. Uh, uh, that's uh, in in my opinion, that's a mistake. Um, so nobody's perfect. We'll determine how long he's going to stay, Jim. Yep. So if he's right, he stays. If you're right, he doesn't. But that's a far cry from saying we have a few things that we're concerned about. Saying, well, we better, you know, come on now. We better get Jamie Chadwell wise out there. See, oh gosh. Hey, uh, you know, Tony, I, I'm, uh, 
Uh, I like Jamie Chadwell. Yep. Um, I think Jamie Chadwell's going to be an excellent football coach. Uh, but, uh, you know, Chadwell's never been at this level. And when we were talking about hiring him, one of the big concerns from people that I heard was they didn't think he had a staff uh, that was SEC level. And that they didn't think he would make those necessary changes. So, you know, whatever you don't have is always more attractive than what you did. Back to our TLD logistics phone line, which is really how the portal is. Yeah. You know, you, um, which is really what the, the quarterback con- uh, uh, thing is about. I don't know what, uh, you know, I've got no idea how long Hypo's tenure is going to no. be. Here. No. No, it's that. I've seen a 10-win football season out of him. For, for him? Just, yeah, for any, anybody to say, Bino, that I wrote in the blog today, did you get that from me? No, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I, I exactly got, positive I, I, about how this is going, but... Concerned about this? Sure. But that's a far... And I even wrote, look, the kid from Middle Tennessee State might end up being an All-American. Who knows? Nobody knows how this stuff's going to go. It's weird they're not involved with any high-ticket players, and they're not. They're basically sitting this one out when they allegedly have a guy that could be a generational-type player. That just doesn't make any sense to me. But that's okay. I don't know the inner workings of the finances of all this, but they're definitely in the portal thus far going pretty on, pretty much on the cheap route. But maybe that's maybe that roster was a lot more expensive to procure. But then again, that was an 8-4 and four roster. Does that make sense what I'm saying? I mean, I, I would think you'd want to go over some of those guys, recruit over some of those guys, even on the offensive line, I, I would think. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that you're wrong, Tommy. I, I don't know that you're wrong. We'll, again, uh, how, they, how they construct this roster will determine their future. Back to our phones we go. TLD Logistics phone line. Hello and welcome in. Knox Brown. I'm sorry. I must have taken the wrong call. Hello and welcome into our next call. <laughs> oh, man, I, I saw some doozies uh, today. This is Hoosier Ball Run. Let's oh, it's a those. full moon out there tonight. That's... I love Jeeker. I, I don't know the cattleman, but uh, Jeeker, yep. I always love hearing him call in, man. The, the deal's going to be when we do the greater knoxville sports callers hall of fame what to do about that previous caller because yeah in his early years he was so prolific and so good before his before his habits got to him kind of like pete rose you know yeah Tone, are you uh you a howard stern fan no i mean i i understand he's so body and kind no. of out there but in terms of radio i wondered you could do like a Howard Stern whack pack uh, with uh, <laughs> him and some of those guys. Uh, interesting. But, uh, Bino would tell you, know, you my whole life's a whack pack. <laughs> what did you say you about know, me, uh, Bino? What am I a magnet? What was that? Bino had a saying. He's <laughs> 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 go there, <laughs> <laughs> I've been accused of the same thing, so. Who's your Val Ryan? Uh, 
Your Indiana boys gave a good account of themselves over the weekend, Shepard, in basketball. Uh, let's, 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 let's not sully the show with Mike Woodson, coach basketball. Come on, Tony. Wasn't exa- hey, it wasn't exactly a clinic down the stretch, what we call a coaching clinic. Sleepy Woody. Old Sleepy Woody. Nope, he was old. He was, uh, he was uh, taking a snooze there in the last five minutes. You know, I, I like I like Mike Woodson. Mm-hmm. Nice guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's something to young, hungry, up and coming coaches that you know a man that takes a job and he's in his mid sixties with Woodson. I really thought it was all right, Woodson. Three years stabilize it. Yep. You're one of the generals guys. Bobby's running on fumes. It's not going to be too much longer. Yep. Let's transition to Dane Five, Mike Woodson. We didn't know about this cat down in Florida, but it's so obvious. Dusty May. Dusty May is the guy that Danny White wants here uh, when Rick Barnes hangs it up. Danny White covets him, loves him, wants him, dreams about him, pines for him, pines for the opportunity to hire him. I'm just telling you. Well, uh, let me tell you this. To anyone listening who's affiliated with Indiana, Tennessee, or Louisville sports, if someone beats Indiana to that punch, I'm no longer an Indiana basketball fan. <laughs> it, it's just, I'm, I'm scared Louisville does it, Tony. Danny Boy Louisville loves has, him. Louisville oh, Danny no Boy. This kind of a joke. And, yep. you know, he's a Southern Indiana guy. Yep. If one team in red don't want him, maybe another will. And we're talking about Dusty May down there who led Florida Atlantic to a Final Four. He's got a top 15 team again this year, so it wasn't a fluke. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to get back to a Final Four. Obviously, there's a lot of luck in that. But this guy's obviously a very good coach, built a very good program. He plays for Danny White's brother, and Danny White doesn't like him. I'll tell you this right now. If that guy's still available when Rick Barnes walks away, that's he will be your next basketball coach here. Well, then I might not be Hoosier Val Ryan anymore. Interesting. <laughs> Just Val Val Ryan. There we go, man. But, uh, you know, uh, Mark and Columba, I think we ought to change his name to Mark and Columbia or Mark and Coma with that uh, Missouri talk he was on, man. that uh, I like his takes, but, man, it, uh, that's a bit steep, you know. Uh, what, what did Mark and Columba think Missouri's record was going to be this year? I mean, seven and five, and yeah, just assuming they're going to go one because they had a good year this year. But uh, well, he, his point is though that they're they're out there going for the high ticket items in the portal, and they're also going for the high ticket items out of the prep ranks. And you have to tip your cap to Coach Trinkafith for what they've been able to do. And you know what, Bino? It is kind of weird that they have a blip in the schedule, and so does Ole Miss. And I just looked at Texas's schedule. Texas has an absolute blip in the schedule. That's embarrassing. What is the league doing, Beanstar? Uh, they're banned the SEC. That's not fair and equitable. Eight games? I mean, uh, the caller that called in with that is accurate. That's not a fair representation. Let's listen to Texas' schedule. You guys ready for this? Texas played Colorado State. They play Michigan non-league on September 7 up in Ann Arbor. That's next level, by the way. Yeah, that's that's laudable. That, that some leniency in my book. Yeah, that's laudable. Then they play Texas-San Antonio, the Monroe Boys, 
Mississippi mistake, Oklahoma. Texas does have Georgia. No, Texas has uh, Oklahoma. They have Georgia, Vandy, Florida, Arkansas, Kentucky, A&M. That wasn't right to include Texas in that. But the Mississippi, Missouri, and the Ole Miss, uh, you get my vote on that. Who was that, Bino, that brought that up earlier? Do you remember the Texas schedule? I was mentioning Texas, along with Ole Miss and uh, Missouri. Who was it? Bill, I think. Yeah, okay. Philly, they have uh, Georgia on their schedule. So, Well, I would say this, Tone, on the – and I think there is a lot, like, understandable um, consternation with the portal thing. Yeah. Dalton stays – not Dalton stays, I apologize. What, what's the Holden, Notre Dame kids? Holden, Holden stays from, from Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, not Dalton Connect, mixing up my transfers. Sorry. Yep, yep. Um, they targeted him, made him a priority. They yep. didn't say no right away, but he did. They didn't say yes right away, but he did say yes. I think the more I'm looking, you know, uh, Michigan hopped into the Braswell sweepstakes over the weekend. Interesting. So, so this kid from Tulane, two current playoff teams, Texas and Michigan, are interested. If they land him, I think we could all maybe breathe a little easier because. With Heupel, no offense to Brew McCoy, who is a great teammate and a great kid, it appears, a great success story. I don't think he's a true number one receiver. I think he's a great possession guy. But he needed Cedric and uh, Jalen to take the burden of number one off. It became clear that Ramel Keaton, from day one, he wasn't going to be the number one guy. He also needed the pressure off him. And I think the same with Squirrel White. If they can get a true one receiver, I think Brew and Squirrel will have a little bit better years. See, I think so. that's a really great point he just brought up, Mino. And I liken it to what goes on out there in San Francisco. I've got a great tight end in George Kittle. Now I'm mixing my metaphors yeah. here. College and pro sports or t- pro football are completely different games, as we know. However... I do think there's a correlation there where when you start thinking about manipulating space on any particular play and you think about how Juwan Jennings is in an absolutely perfect offense where, and he's a Brew McCoy type. You know, he's not going to run away from people. Big, strong, tough. Big, strong, tough guy, going to make great catches, great leadership guy, wants to win games, grew up an Eagles fan, so you know he's a really smart guy. Um, and, and, and Bino, you and I both know that on our offense right now, we don't have that one. That Thornton guy, God bless him, he made a nice catch right before he got hurt. That guy's not a one receiver. He's an okay player, though. He does not scream one player to me. He does not scream, that's your guy, put him out there, he's going to catch 45 balls for you. Does he scream that at you, Bino? Because he does not scream that at me. No, he doesn't. I, I think Ryan's right. Uh, I think that's the piece, especially one of the pieces uh, that still remains out there that we need. Uh, and when you didn't get a juice wells or you decided not to get a juice wells, yeah. you have to figure out a way to do it because we've gone from two number ones uh, in Height and Tillman to no number ones. Yep. And that's right. And that's exactly right. Just all milk. That, that was the missing sauce. It's yeah. not just Milton ain't good enough, and he ain't. No. It's you ain't got a true one, and therefore Squirrel, 
You know, in that Orange Bowl when Squirrel just had that amazing day, part of that was, yeah, but he's not the star of the show. That's 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 what made it so amazing that year is when the eyes all went to Cedric and uh, Jalen. Yeah. You had these other guys that made plays because the eyes weren't exclusively on them. That that's that was the thing. I plus, think plus that one the perfect quarterback. Plus one other thing about the bowl game: these bowl games are a darn joke. Well, that's I mean, be the last if you time. if you followed the weekend and the teams that were supposed to win those games and the They're way those teams played, Bino, how did you do over the weekend? Because I got <laughs> smoked. In that game we're playing, the teams that were supposed to win were horrendous over the weekend. Bino, horrendous. Uh, I was three and zero, Tone. <laughs> well, that makes great sense because I bet they were all horrible plays, and you had no business winning any of them, and you won all three of them. Well, I did. I, I I picked Ohio and put them up there as our my five pointer. Oh boy, I'm going to get smoked in this game. I everyone hate on their roster games. This decided sucks. not to play, and I didn't move them. Say <laughs> they opted, and they had a million opt outs. They had no reason for being there, and they went out there and blew somebody off a field that had a full yeah. team. And that's what I'm talking about. See, Bino's like because Bino's going to win this game we're playing now, and he's like your friend. That picks in the uh, picks when it come the brackets come out because he liked the name Golden Retrievers. He thought the Golden Retrievers would beat uh, Duke that night in basketball. Yeah. Oh, they're the Golden Retrievers. Well, now tell you talk about for, uh, or Virginia. Uh, Dave from Ackworth, Colleen, and refer to you as regular season Robert because I'm getting ready to blow by you. <laughs> You know, Tony, you talked about mixing your metaphors, yeah. and the NFL is not quite like college, but I do think in this way it is. And this this is the other thing that if we miss out on some of these these one receiver, we got to find one. We could start getting a little nervous. The other thing would the Tennessee Titans oh. play? Um, oh, what's his name? The backup Tannehill, oh. because he gave them a slightly better chance to win a preseason game. Would it? They have made a commitment for their future to Will Levis. It makes no sense. I'm sorry. Everyone could talk about, well, he's your starter. He's this, that, and the other. There ain't, there, it makes absolutely no sense that we're having this conversation. If that freaking Matt Dixon screams at me one more time, the team you starter. Dude, I get that. No. Don't tell me Neither he's my starter, Matt Dixon. This it is an exhibition game. You are exactly yeah. right. And by the way, if you want to sell tickets to the game, play the guy that the fan base wants to see play. No offense. I mean, geez. If you're afraid, if you're afraid Nico ain't beating Iowa, then don't sell to me. Let's get pumped for next year. I mean, come on. Bino, is that an accurate statement that man's making or no? Guys, I think it all comes back to the same thing. We as fans think about next year and that's what i want to see in this bowl game i'm not sure that that's the coach's viewpoint ever has been ever will be i don't that makes no logical sense though man i mean think about it it makes sense if we're playing for the natty it makes no sense for something called the cheese it bowl 
or whatever the heck we're calling it now. And by the way, Joe Milton, the offense is constipated under him. It's a constipated offense. They ain't too many cheeses. <laughs> yeah, too many, too much uh, hid- hydrogenated oil. There, I'm married to a food scientist. They're a lot more. They're a lot more loyal to the players that have stuck around uh, than we want them to be. Well, that's admirable, but come on, let's treat it like a business moving forward because it is becoming like the NFL. Do you have a favorite kind of cheese, it Ryan? Uh, my wife buys the generic, and I don't like those. But the traditional cheese it is delicious, especially in a bowl of chili soup. Oh, oh! Or what we in the Midwest call chili, which is not what people everywhere else call it. Ours is a bit more sweet and Chicago or Cincinnati style. Lar made an incredible chili over the weekend. And it was perfect chilly weather here. That overcast rain being out, I don't know what it is. What is colder than that overcast rain, Bean Star? I, Tony, you, you got me. I, I'd rather it be six degrees and sunny than 40 and raining. Why is that? Why does it feel, we were talking about that over the weekend, that cold, wet thing. It's like watching that uh, Woodson guy coach the last five minutes of those basketball games. I got bad news for you, Tony. You're a fossil. That's what it is. Interesting. <laughs> uh, guys, been real, man. Hope the rest of the day is good. You're the man. Thank you. I love me some Hoosier Val Ryan. <laughs> Always has thoughtful stuff, you know, thought-provoking stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. That's a good caller. Goofy sheep. Bino, are you a cheese guy? He's a Colt fan, too. Is he really? Yeah. So your Colts just absolutely ripped Lamb Weirdo's guys limb from limb over the weekend. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm uh, you know, Colts have a schedule that gives them an opportunity here. We'll, we'll see. They, they played, uh, they played well in November and so far in December, so. I think in honor of this Milton news, I'm going to go buy me some Cheez-Its today. I'm going to do my best. Since I can't get down there, EY, to support the local economy. I really appreciate the Vikings and the Titans and the Bears all choking their guts out. How about the Bears just letting Joe... Slip in there and win. Jimmy Haslam, he might just get to an AFC title game before he gets uh, federally indicted. What is wrong with that guy? Was it one time around the the wheel of justice enough for him? I mean, was this guy like a white-collar criminal? What is he doing? And when you play with Warren Buffett, big boy, you're playing with somebody bigger than you. So get you some of that. Cheese at Varieties. Here we go. Bino, we have original Cheez-Its. Are you in or out on the original? Those are good. We have the the Cheez-It Puff D. I don't like Puff anything. The brand. We have the Cheez-It Snaps, Bino. We do have Cheez-It Grooves. We have something called the Cheez-It Duo. On one side, it's Sharp sharp, Sharp Cheddar. On the other side, it's Parmesan. Those are probably pretty good. We have Cheez-It Snack Mix, which has, just like your regular um, 
Chex Mix, except it's got Cheez-Its in it. We have the Cheez-It Snack Packs, which consist of the cheddar, the other kind I talked about, and there's another one. Uh, I thought there was like a hot Cheez-It. Let me see. It's telling me to view all the crackers here. We got the Cheez-It Cheesy. We got the Cheez-It Extra Toasty. We got the Cheez-It with Monterey Jack Extra Toasty. That sounds good. We got the Extra Cheesy Beano with Extra Cheese. We got the Extra Big Cheez-It Beano. We got the White Cheddar Cheez-It. We got the Pepper Jack uh, Cheese Cheez-It. We've got the Cheddar Jack Cheez-It Bean Star. Uh, we've got the Made with 8 Grams Whole Grain Cheez-It for the older Cheez-It crowd. We got the Four Cheese uh, Cheez-It with the Italian flag in the background, Bino. I think I might go that way. The Cheese and Italian Four Cheese Crackers in honor of Franco Harris and his Italian army. And Lamb Weirdo's Steelers, whose kingdom you tore down over the weekend. We've got the hot, <laughs> hot and spicy cheese at Bean Star. I'll take that. We have the reduced fat original cheese it, which I get. I guarantee you that tastes nasty. I'd eat the box. We got the buffalo wings cheese at Bino. Are you a hot wings guy, Bino? Not a big buffalo. Uh, I'm not a big buffalo guy. And something for the cattleman called the Scooby Doo cheese it. So that's your cheese it like brands. Better than buffalo stuff. Boy, I tell you what, that Italian cheese it sounds good. The extra toasty cheese it sounds good. The white cheddar. I tell you what, I want to do is go get me a thing, big thing of popcorn later. You like that popcorn, Bino? The already bagged, uh, already uh, pop popcorn you can get in the bags. God, that's so good. Like the store? Do what? Like at the grocery store? Yes, 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 yes. You know, I've, I've, is that good? Is it worth eating? I mean, it's really good. If the right kind, yeah. I'll tell you what else is good uh, of that brand of that kind of food. The snack food is. I love me some Funyuns, Bino. Are you a Funyun guy? I am not a Funyun guy. I'm a I'm an onion guy most everywhere else, but not a Funyun. Oh, the Funyuns are oh, oh more Funyun after this. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hi, it's Terry from Tillis Jewelry, your festive gift destination this Christmas. Unwrap the magic with our natural diamond earrings starting at an incredible $99. Yes, you heard it right, $99. Picture the joy of discovering these stunning gems in your stocking. But there's more. Explore our brand new diamond pendants and dazzling stack rings at fantastic prices. Make this season unforgettable with Tillis Jewelry. Come see us on the Columbia Square, where the gift is wrapped with elegance. Tillis Jewelry, making your Christmas sparkle brighter. Happy Holidays. 
Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, the 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Football season is here, and that means tailgating starts now. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us help you get your backyard game ready. We are open Monday through Friday from 7 to 7 and on Saturday from 8 to 4. Go Vols! Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. 
Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Get ready for a shopping experience like no other at Old School Vapor. We carry a huge selection of disposables from Cato Bar, Viho, Raz, Lost Mary and Breeze. We've got it all. Enjoy a whopping 35% off your entire e-liquid purchase, 20% off everything else. Plus, discover the largest legal cannabis selection in the state. Along with a variety of Kratom, Kava, and Glass products, check us out at OldSchoolVapor.com. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Join Center of Hope for the annual New Year's Eve Mule Drop in downtown Columbia. It all starts at 8 p.m. with the amazing Emerald Empire Band. Food trucks, a beer garden, axe throwing, and a cigar lounge will all be there. Hourly countdowns and toasts will lead up to the Mule Drop at midnight. The Mule Drop is free and family-friendly. Presented by Center of Hope. Sponsored by Experience Murray and Baxter Management. No live mules will be used at this event. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. We are no doubt, ladies and germs, heading for a TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime. I want to personally thank uh, the great Alex Myers for the great job, Midnight Man, the Sierra Night. I got a text from a fellow, Bino, that I shared with Alex, and he said that he tried to call our post game the other night, which started at like 1230. He tried to call the post-game show 31 times and couldn't get through. And he said, congratulate that young man for doing a really nice job. And congratulations to you for the growth on your platform. And uh, and I was told that Alex did a really nice job of getting more callers on the air than I ever do. So 
Congratulations, Alex. And it's always glad to be missed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to our phone and get our next call in. Back, Tony. You should know that. Well, I told uh, Alex, I said, you know, it would be really great if you could do the, game, the after the Tarleton State. And he said, Tony, flattery will get you almost anywhere. But there, I'm not doing a post-game show after Tarleton State. Hello and welcome. Alex, I'm glad he's part of. I'm glad you got him part of this, Tony. Great man. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, fellas. At what point do some of these rich guys get uh, get a little bored with this thing being so above board? See, I think that's every true. Rich dude I've ever known. Yep. They kind of like the. Uh, there's an adrenaline or a dopamine hit they get by thinking they pulled one over on you. They got, they did something that somebody else couldn't do and. I know these middlemen, these, uh, yep. the middlemen clubs, uh, look, they don't like no middlemen, especially See, if I, they get credit. I think that's a really interesting point you bring up, and I think that one thing Bino said, and a couple people have kind of talked about, is when you get down the line in a couple of years, let's say Ole Miss does all this, right, and it doesn't lead anywhere, they go back to those people next off season and say, hey, and they go, wait a second here. We spent all that money on your roster, and you went eight and four, Lane. And Lane's like, "Yeah, but eight and four is a good record at Ole Miss." And they're like, "No, no, 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 no." I wonder yeah. too. I wonder too. Five, six years down the line, I just wonder how sustainable all this is. Quite honestly, because there's only one national champion at the end of the year, and there are yeah. only twelve teams that are making the playoffs. And as we said Friday, and people don't want to hear this, there's only about three teams out of this league that are making the playoff. That's the reality of this thing. Yeah, I, I just wonder, you know, if they think, hey, all the boosters are doing it. Where's the thrill in it then? That's right. Yeah. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but to me, it would seem like at some point you're just like, I'm tired of paying them. You know, what do I get from it? But yeah, again, I, my checkbook does not reflect the same tax bracket. Well, and Holly compared it to, you know, buying a piece of land off the coast of somewhere that you don't need and somebody, hey, I got a great deal. At least there, you're buying something tangible. That's right. Here, I'm appealing to your emotion, and you get nothing for your investment. Yeah. That's what doesn't equate to me. And I'm glad the guys are doing it. Hey, it's fun. The major college. I've never understood it. I've never understood that. But I'm not wired that way. So, Beto, what do you think about it? Yeah. Our, I, I, <laughs> you, you make some interesting points. I I, like I've told Tony, I, I just think for most of these guys, you know, this is this is their fantasy football, uh, and yeah. and they have the means uh, to continue to play it. So uh, I I don't, you know, I don't I don't know where it's going. I don't know where it's going. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't contest Tony saying it's not sustainable. Uh, we'll we'll see. When do they just divorce themselves from the idea of eligibility and all that? Just say, hey, we paid this guy. We'll pay him again next year. When's all that going to happen? See, I think Matt's got a great point. They ought to go to six years of eligibility for these guys. I mean, but even at that, when's that going to happen? You start paying people, you're running a, a franchise. That's exactly what you're doing. Well, these dumb four-year four, four year things. I mean, what? I mean, 
What they have right now with the university is the worst illustration of half pregnant I have ever seen. It's such a great line. Such a great line. Um, hey, uh, I was watching some NBA the other night. One of probably four people in your listening audience. And uh, I switched from back and forth between college basketball and that. NBA game, they called hand checks and reaching in two or three times pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I'd flip that thing back over to college basketball, and you would have to lose a hand before they would call a foul on reaching in or a hand check. It's funny you said I, that because I was talking to somebody about Connect, right? And they said at that level, those are fouls. The, the, yeah. the, the balls are stolen from Connect. When somebody comes fouls, reaches yeah. across, those are fouls. That whistle blows. So you can get it clean, but if you hit it with your elbow in the NBA or your body bumps, that's a foul. Which and, I think and, in basketball it's a foul. But and he was getting what knocked doing around now, the other night. I don't uh, even understand it. Or when when what do you think Barnes means when he says there are things on the floor that he's doing and we haven't helped him with yet? There are ways well, to one, rectify. Go ahead. You had people, in my opinion, going the wrong way, creating spacing problems when he was getting the ball. Interesting. Uh, I mean, good gosh, don't don't bring your guy over on him like that. You know it's going to be an automatic double. I noticed that a couple times. I saw that, and then I think people got pulled because of it. That was one thing I noticed. The second thing is, uh, when they tried to put him in the post, I saw a couple times there seemed to be some confusion on the rotation, and we end up with two posts. Mm-hmm. When, when you do that, you're essentially doubling. You're taking away his ability because it's not the NBA where, uh, you know, you can't – you basically create a double team. I don't know if that's what he's talking about. Those are a couple things that stuck out to me. Um, but let me say this about Rick Barnes. He better do what these NBA coaches do, and he better use that microphone. And say, make a Calipari comment or something, saying, I don't know how I teach you to handle the ball when you don't have hands to handle the ball. He better make it an issue, or he's going to have a guy with uh, lacerations to his elbow uh, going into the draft, and he's going to be averaging about nine points a game in league play. See, I think that's right. Bino, Bino is not worried about it. I'm telling you, they figured out how to defend this guy, and that's what he's going to see. People are going to play football with him. Now, maybe we make the spacing adjustments. And Beanstar was saying he thinks it's a two-game deal, or I've seen it three or four games where he's really struggled just to kind of play out there because they're roughing him up, which the rules in the college game allow you to rough guys up versus pro ball where there's a nuanced toughness to the defense they play in pro ball because it's such a lean and long and athletic game. But that's the difference. They don't I mean, let guys get physical in each two other. different sports. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And he's going to be very good at that I think level. He's going to be a good player. But yeah, he is. They have to. They have. Coach Barnes, in my opinion, cannot just say, well, officials are going to be officials. That's how they're going to call it. You have to adjust. Yeah, that's some of it. But yeah. There has to be some level. You've got to protect your best players. Yeah, he's going to get roughed up in this league. Yeah, I, I just I don't think Rick Barnes is ever going to do anything that turns around for his defense. <laughs> that's <laughs> he, that's the way we play. Boy, that's a great point, Bino. How can he say that 
Uh, oh boy, that's a great point. Although we don't reach as much as I actually think North Carolina State is probably a tournament team. Uh, I'm not, I think they're going to get in. I, I think the, given the rules were that uh, they coached a good game. I thought very good. That was yeah. a great scout they had. Yeah, and they had a lot of speed on the floor. Mm-hmm. I disagree with Phil just a little bit. Normally, I do agree with Phil. I'm in the camp. I like my point guard playing about 35 minutes, mm-hmm. 36 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's not for everybody. I I think, you know, I think you see that in the NBA too. Uh, I think in basketball, your best players have to be on the floor for the majority of the game. If you, I'd even say it, maybe wow. we sub too much. If you'd have told me, going. if you'd have told me back in uh, October that that kid was going to play 38 minutes in a game in December. I mean, are you kidding me? When we first saw him, he was out there winded after 18 minutes and, you know, yeah, trying to, and everything. How about that kid's resolve to get back that quickly from that injury and get back in shape? You don't think he wants to be out there, do you? Wow. Yeah, the game was suited for him, man. The messier the game gets, yeah. the better ZZ suited for it. And they were yeah. out there karate chopping people yes. and uh, – my man down there in the post, who's on the same diet I'm on, uh, was was throwing hey. some nice he had a little touch on. Y'all the ball can crack there, on maybe. DJ Burns all you want, but that son of a gun can flat out play the game. I mean, y'all can crack on him. Anybody can make fun of his weight? If he had Toby Awaka's desire, okay, in his but with his physical skills, he would already be in the NBA because Rick Barnes would have absolutely developed him. And he would already be cashing a big check. Bino, that man's got soft hands. He's got good feet. He's got a nice touch around the basket. Any rebound near him he can get. I mean, DJ Burns, it's a shame that he's a wake and bake dude who wants to eat all the time because he could be unbelievable if he got in shape. No offense to him. He's got unbelievable skill. Unreal. He passes pretty well, too. Unreal. Yes. Well, you heard that guy from NC State last week say he's the best passer on the NC State team. And I was watching him, and I'm going, that dude ain't lying. Hey, Bino, don't judge your book by its cover, DJ Burns, Beanstar. Yes, no question. He's He is a skilled, skilled player. You imagine huh. if he had a walk as desire, how good he'd be? Tony, I've told you before, some part, some part of I kind of like a fat post player. Love them. Love them. You know, every once in a while, they work in college basketball, you know, at times. A, a guy before your guy time. down there that can catch yeah, it. Me and Bino's time was a guy named Billy Paltz. Billy Paltz looked like, after the game, he drank about a 12-pack and went to Dunkin' Donuts, and that was his working out. But you put Billy Paltz <laughs> on the floor. Who did he play for, Bino? My, am I... Is that San Antonio or Houston, one of those teams? I believe he played at San Antonio, Tony. Look him up. The Whopper, they called him, Billy Paltz. That guy could play. That's, that's, that's wonderful. Man, on the way out of here, if, they don't, if the officials, if they call it the way they are calling it, uh, Bruce Pearl's going to the Final Four. Thank you, Art. Good talking to you. 
Well, and why not Tennessee? Like Bino, Bino made a really great point in the middle of that call that I wish I'd have thought of, which is, why would you tell on yourself? I'm going to go to a press conference and say, no more reaching, no more grabbing. Everybody knows when they come to Thompson Bowling Arena when under the Rick Barnes regime, you better pre-medicate because you're going to have a painful, painful day. To the radio listener, I love you. We're going to stay and do some overtime. I don't know how much. Uh, I might have 30 in me, something like that. In the meantime, the conversation continues over at tclub.team. A TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime is coming up. To the radio listener, I love you. I appreciate you. And the Eagles will be back in first. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.